Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. This is Everything Home, the transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. ready to be entertained yet learn some incredible information this is everything home and this is michelle swinnick thanks for ending your week right with me michelle swinnick on everything home the talk show today's two guests Really big show, really big show, really big show. Dinesh D'Souza, the best-selling author and filmmaker, 2000 Mules, and then Diego Rodriguez. He's the grandfather of Baby Cyrus. You know, the kid that got kidnapped by CPS Child Protective Services in Idaho. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go into that. Actually, it was dismissed the other day when we were doing our promo, so that's good news. But it's because of you, the American people, because you let your voices be heard. So uh, I want to get right into this show. We're not going to do commercial breaks. I recorded my interview with Dinesh earlier this week because he was traveling down to Mar-a-Lago, so, and then he was doing the virtual event Q&A, which is this Friday, May, or Saturday, May 7th. So 2000mules.com is the website. You can go watch the you can watch the uh, movie there. You can buy the DVD. And let's do this. So, uh, Heather, are you ready to roll the interview? It's really good. It's, it's, it's really good. Well, thanks for coming back to Everything Home. And my special guest today, whoa, this one's huge. I've been a fan since 2012 when I thought, saw his first documentary. The one You remember the one about Obama? <laughs> remember that guy who's now kind of like in, in the White House, right? Uh, Dinesh D'Souza. He is a best-selling author, award-winning, award-winning filmmaker, and of course, he is new in the circuit. Two thousand mules. You can go to two thousand mules.com. Two thousand mules.com. You need to watch this movie if you can't make it into the theaters. Dinesh, welcome to Everything Home. How are you, my friend? My new friend. Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me, and uh, very excited about this movie. It's a. It is amazing. It is. Uh, I've seen trailers, so we know what's coming. But kind of go into detail on how you came across um, True the Vote and or did they approach you and what what went behind the scenes and putting this all together? Because you're coming from a different angle. I mean, we've heard we know there was election fraud and we know it was extensive and we know it was every category that there possibly could imagine. Pick a letter. There was election fraud. But you're coming at it from a different angle because apparently it's not sticking. There's not enough people that are realizing, yes, it did happen. Yeah, so my wife is, uh, Debbie, is friends with uh, Catherine Engelbrecht, who is the founder of the election intelligence group. It's called True the Vote. It's based in Texas. It's been around for about a little more, more than a decade. And uh, during the um, immediate aftermath of the election, these guys were relatively silent. And we were puzzled. So Debbie's like, let me check in with Catherine and see what they're up to. And Catherine said, look, you know, it's, some of this fraud is a little hard to pin down. 
So what we want to do is zoom into one type of fraud. Uh, actually, it's not a high-tech fraud. It's very low-tech. It's the stuff the Democrats have been doing for a long time, but they have an opportunity to ramp it up because of COVID. Uh, all the mail-in ballots, all these mail-in drop boxes. So Catherine's like, if I were going to cheat, <laughs> that's how I'd do it. <laughs> so she said, look, um, let's put up a hotline. It turns out a whistleblower came forward uh, to True the Vote in Georgia and basically said, yeah, I'm doing this um, ballot trafficking and I'm get paid for it, $10 a ballot and even more in the runoffs. And so these guys were like, well, are you alone? Are you like a lone entrepreneur? And he's like, oh no, I'm, you know, there's a whole operation here. We all do it. So then True the Vote got the idea, okay, well, we need to figure out how do we document this because the authorities aren't doing it. We need to do it. And so they got this really great idea, which is let's buy the cell phone geo-tracking data uh, of the key swing states uh, and just the urban areas. So just um, just Atlanta, just Phoenix, uh, a little bit in Yuma for reasons that are complicated, uh, just uh, Milwaukee, just Detroit, just the greater Philadelphia area. But then we what we want to do is, since this is the data of all cell phones, I mean, 10 trillion pings, everybody's cell phone from October 1 through election day of 2020. And then they ran a search where they said, all right, let's now find the phones that are going to go to 10 or more drop boxes. Why? Because, hey, there's no innocent reason to do that. You know, if you if you set it at two drop boxes, I mean, there's no reason to go to two either, but somebody <laughs> could come up with some ridiculous excuse, like, you know, I went to the first drop box and then I had to tie my shoe in front of the second <laughs> drop box. So I'm being wrongly called a mule. So they are like, okay, listen, let's set it at 10 and more. And, and so our 2000 mules number comes out of that search. So. Clearly, these aren't all the mules. These are only the most industrious, like egregious mules. And of course, a mule is a, Catherine got that term from drug trafficking, right? Uh, right. Uh, from sex trafficking, from drug trafficking, except we're talking about ballot trafficking. Yeah, the Democrats love trafficking. It's amazing. They're the child, the human sex slaves, the, the, the voting. It's, uh, you know, they, they, they can't win on their policies. Yeah, so they, they have to they have to cheat and they went overboard this time. But you know, the, the thing that must be frustrating for you and even for Catherine is we're I'm in Arizona. I call it Mayor Corruption County. And you mentioned Phoenix, right? So you have the you did the, the um, geo tracking there and the pings. Um, we had the audit. We had uh, we, we we had potential uh, a resolution two zero three three here to decertify the uh, electoral college for the, the electoral voters. Um, but nothing's happening. And our attorney general, nothing's happening. You know, and you've, you've got a majority of Republicans in the legislature, Republicans in the entire state for the governors in the governor's office. It's all Republican. And it's like that in all these states. So I mean, it's got to be frustrating for both of you to have all this information and ever and, and work with other people too and realize may, hopefully this, you think this will be enough in order to to get the right people or whomever it may be, because it's the American people are frustrated beyond belief. And obviously the consequences of the election, look what we've got now. And that's because he's in there illegitimately. Well, the thing about it is, I think that um, what a movie can do, and this is kind of what uh, I convinced Catherine and Greg was, I said, look, you have a lot of data. Geo-tracking is really fascinating. But it's one thing to show, to bring in an expert. It's, one, it's like bringing in a ballistics guy where he talks about this is the gun and this is the caliber. And, and, and that's all interesting. 
But for a jury, nothing is better than seeing the criminals like break into the building. Mm -hmm. If you can see that on video, and we're in the age of video, as you know, I mean, Kyle Rittenhouse is not in jail because of video, yeah. um, because you have all these people who lie, you know, uh, oh, the, the, the Antifa guys, they weren't chasing after Kyle Rittenhouse. They were running in the same direction. And you look at the video, you're like, man, nah, they were chasing him. You know, so what I'm getting at is the movie has an electrifying effect because the way it's constructed, we talk about sort of the forensic evidence and then we bring in the video evidence one after the another. And it's the overwhelming effect of these videos. And, and all the, the, the nonsense of the left, like maybe the guy was just walking past the Dropbox to go to a library. But then you see it's 3.57 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Who, who's doing that? <laughs> Not to mention the fact that the geo-tracking can tell the difference. It's one thing to walk by something, another whole thing to stop at the Dropbox and then go to another Dropbox. Mm -hmm. So, um, so uh, what I'm saying, I guess, is that I think that some of the Republicans are uh, skeptical because they feel like procedural violations are not the same as fraud. And moreover, anomalies are not the same as fraud. And episodic fraud is not the same as systematic fraud. But so they set a high bar and they're like, if you can't, if you can't meet that high bar, we're going to move on. Let's not look in the rear view mirror, Dinesh. We want to go to the next time, prevent it from happening again. But I say I can meet that high bar. So I, I'm happy to accept the high burden of proof. I'm happy to say that I have to not only prove it to you, but like show it to you. And when Catherine and Greg showed me some of their evidence, once I saw the video, I was like, this is very, this is like movie material because it's really, a movie is a visual event. Uh, and when you put the, you know, when you can say, I can show you um, the scene of the crime and I can show you the criminals actually doing it. And there's no way this could have happened like spontaneously well, that puts a whole different light on things. And it's really difficult to come out of the theater and say things like, this was the most secure election history. I mean, <laughs> you feel like a total idiot if you say that. And I already noticed the left is starting to move away from that when they're discussing the film. They're now trying to come up with highly nuanced things like, well, Dinesh, what if these were legal votes that were merely delivered in an illegal way? So they're, you know, they're, they're trying sort of unbelievable hair splitting uh, to try to say that, yeah, this was kind of improper, but maybe it isn't outright fraud and maybe these ballots can't be invalidated. It's just unbelievable. But at least they're changing their tune because they, they've got to switch up the narrative because they're like, oh, no, he's got more proof. Plus, they can see it this time. It's not just on paper. Oh, Dinesh, they probably, well, they probably are so frustrated I mean, with you. You know, I put the trailer up about five months ago. There's not a single fact check on it. I mean, this is the most fact check topic, as you know, in the country. But they can't fact check it because these fact checkers, you know, they go, we see the video. Where do you get the video? Well, it's the official surveillance video of the states themselves. Well, why didn't you give it to Raffensperger? Well, I don't have to give it to him. He has it. He took it. It's his video. <laughs> it's his so, video. Yeah, the authenticity of the evidence is really not debatable. I think this is part of why this is not only an intellectually but emotionally powerful movie. My biggest challenge is getting it out. I mean, we live in an age of censorship. I can't put the trailer on YouTube or Facebook. I can't put the movie on Amazon Prime or... I just don't want to put it where they can take it down. And so it's kind of on uncancelable platforms. And that's why I'm directing everyone to the website. It's like 2000mules.com. As you know, I'm coming to speak in Maricopa. Um, Charlie Kirk and Turning Point are putting on a screening. So I'm very excited about all this. But if someone just goes, hey, the theaters are too far. How do I see this movie? Like tomorrow. We can't see it tomorrow. But Saturday, 
is the virtual premiere, 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, details at 2000mules.com. And after that, the movie is going to be widely available in digital download. But go to the website to show, to figure out how to see this movie. There are three or four different ways to see it, but they're all on the website. And I encourage people, if you can, go to the event on the 7th because there's going to be a Q&A. You're doing a live event in Las Vegas with Catherine and a bunch of the other Salem guys because Salem was the executive producer on the movie so that people are really going to be able to get some questions answered after they've seen this uh, in their face, basically. So yes, they can they can go ahead and, and download it, which they, why would you not? Why would you not want to buy copies of this and hand them to all of your crazy liberal family members who think that no, <laughs> and your friends hand it out for early Christmas presents. You want to have Christmas in May this year. That's, that's what we're going to do. And everyone hand that out. But definitely go to 2000mules.com and um, try to go to the event on the 7th. So let's talk about, um, let's talk about Phoenix, if you don't mind, just because I'm here. And as I mentioned, there's a, we've done the canvassing, we've done the audits. I mean, it was in the summer, people were sweating and then boom, nothing is happening. So you're coming here to go to, I say Mayor Corruption County, cause it is Mayor Corruption County Republican Committee, their annual Lincoln Day Luncheon. And that's on May the 21st at 11 a.m. And then you're gonna do a special screening with Charlie Kirk and Turning Point USA the following day on the 22nd at 1 p.m. And that's over at the Arizona Grand. And what I'm gonna do is all that information is gonna be at our take action menu. So I'm gonna put two tabs on there. So if people want to buy tickets for either one. So if you wanna go see Dinesh speak, you can go uh, click the tab there for the Republican Committee annual uh, luncheon. So you can go see him, meet him, maybe a little meet and greet. And then um, if you want to go watch the movie the next day, so go to everythinghomeaboutus.com. It's also there on the screen, everythinghomeaboutus.com. We're going to put the tabs towards the front since it is uh, coming up. I want to make sure people can go get tickets. So let's talk about Phoenix. Um, what are some specific things that maybe our legislators would like to hear, our attorney general would like to hear? We don't worry about the governor because there's it's a lost cause there. But they'd like to know about what went on that they should know because Again, it's their video, right? <laughs> it's, it's... Well, I think I think that it's important for these guys. You know, I, I talk to them in a little different language because my assumption is, and and this is coming out of thirty years of being on, you know, in politics from the going back to the Reagan era. Uh, Republicans are the party of the nice guys, and we don't like to believe that our process is corrupted. By and large, we um, we focus on the campaign but the Democrats focus on the election. Mm -hmm. So we focus on let's have a rally and let's get the message out. Democrats are like, yeah, you know, who's gonna open the bag with the votes and who's gonna be sitting and watching it and who's gonna check the signatures? So they are, they pay minute attention to all that. Now, uh, the other thing about Republicans is that uh, we very much uh, were very much the party of, let's call it the, the wildebeests which is that we, the lion jumps in, eats about two or three of us, and we're like, oh man, I'm really glad you didn't eat me. Uh, you know, I want to make sure I'm last. You know, so there's a little bit of a, a defeatist sensibility there. And, and I think we need to get out of that because the weird thing is that not only our destiny, but our country's destiny is in our hands. As mm -hmm. you say, there's a lot of Republican power in these swing states, but I think, I think in fairness, um, the Republican establishment is like, you haven't shown me, you haven't definitively proved this fraud. You've shown me procedural irregularities. You've shown me 10 things that we should do next time. But 
you haven't shown me the smoking gun. Well, I mean, I think I can. I think we do have the smoking gun, thanks to True the Vote. Um, and I think when you show them this, it's a little bit different because, um, because what they're seeing is, first of all, someone like Brnovich is an attorney general. This is a guy who knows that geo-tracking is used by law enforcement every day. I mean, if there's a murder in a park in Arizona and nobody saw anybody and there were five cell phones in that park, uh, law enforcement will go get a court order, go to the provider, unmask those phones, get those names, go interview those people. Probably one of those five guys did it. So <laughs> they do this every day. Uh, and so uh, when I point out that we have 2,000 mules and we have their cell phone IDs, which we're happy to give you, there's kind of no excuse for saying, I mean, what you should do is you should go interview the mules. Who paid you? Who put you up to it? Who organized this whole operation? Where do you guys get the ballots? I mean, that's the logical next step to follow from the movie. And I'm going to be really interested to see. I mean, I'm interested about the left's reaction. I'm interested to see what law enforcement does. But I'm really interested to see what the GOP leadership does. I mean, I realize some of these guys are dug in. They said it was fair and square. You know, think of Raffensburger, for example, how difficult it is for someone like that to now say, well, you know, I was a sheriff. All this stuff was going on. I didn't even know about it. I got, you know, it's hard for him to admit it because he said the opposite right after the election. But I'm saying, listen, you know, I'm showing it to you. Be an honest guy for the good of the country. So I, I think a case can be made. I don't know what the reaction will be, but I'm going to be really curious to see once the movie is available for everyone to see. So has anyone here in Arizona, any of the legislators, have they contacted you? Very few people have seen the movie. I mean, there have been a few theatrical showings, but those have been chock full. So really, the movie is coming out next weekend. Um, and by the way, I'm happy to say that the big uh, video platform called Rumble is getting behind the movie. Uh, they're going to promote it. They're going to feature it on their platform called Locals. And so it's mm -hmm. nice to have some high-tech firepower on our side for a change. So this movie is going to be, next week, it's going to be everywhere. And uh, so I expect that if there's going to be any reaction, it's going to come kind of in the weeks ahead. So um, what is some of the attacks that you've been getting from the left? I'm sure that uh, they're coming at you pretty hard because they, well, they, I just they don't want this lengthy, out there. <laughs> I just got a lengthy sort of query from Associated Press. And by the way, these are people who have been, you know, they, they act like they're the experts on election fraud. And they did a big article. They said, you know, a year later, we have looked at every, um, every case filed in court of election fraud in all the five key swing states. We've only found... 475 cases, and, and, that, and, and that's obviously not enough to overturn any election. Now, let's, let's apply this reasoning. I have investigated the issue of drug use in the exact same five states, and I've looked in all the courts, and I found only 475 drug cases in court. And therefore, I conclude that in Arizona and in Georgia and Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania together, there are fewer than 475 people that use illegal drugs. I mean, what kind of madness is this? What kind of idiot reasoning is this? But this is literally what passes for discourse in our country. I mean, even the people who say, and many people do, right? Um, Dinesh just was the most secure election in history. And I go, how do you know? Mm -hmm. And they go, well, show me the fraud. And I go, let's say that I can't show you any fraud. 
It still doesn't follow that it's the most secure election in history. Don't you have to do a comparison of the amount of fraud in 2020 versus 2016 versus 2012 versus 2008 until you show me that there's less fraud in 2020 than than there was in all those elections? How can you just make a statement utterly unsubstantiated? But that's what these people do. The, The intellectual level of this conversation is so debased and I think that's what makes the movie powerful. It, it approaches the whole topic with a level of not only artistry, that's the movie making side, but sophistication that is unmatched in anything that's coming from the left or from the right. So are there any kind of zingers or statistics or, or, or ballot totals that you can, you can tell us now that's in the movie? So people are just because, you know, you have to you got to shake these people up because it's the movie. Yeah, is, well, let, is me, really let me just that. tell you that that what we do in the film is, you know, we can do a very crude um, uh, electoral math where I tell you, you know, 2000 mules approximately 40 Dropboxes each, that's 80,000 Dropbox visits, approximately five illegal votes per Dropbox. So that's uh, right there, that's 400,000 illegal votes. But that doesn't tell you anything because it doesn't tell you about the individual states. So I just want to tell you in the movie, we go state by state by state uh, to see if you subtract the fraud, and we're only talking about the fraud of these 2,000 mules. Uh, There were a lot more mules, but we're only looking at these would the state remain in the Biden column or would it flip over? The, this is in the movie and it's done with great uh, care. And so I would just tell people that they're in for a treat because this is not the kind of movie that just makes a general claim. Oh, yeah. OK, no, we look at each state, we redo the electoral count and we show you electoral count minus fraud gives you this result. Which is brilliant because that might just be the icing on the cake that gets the attention of the people that need to make the move to, you know, if you want to call it to certify or whatever, whatever language people want to use at this point, whatever needs to be done. But, you know, you, you can't have fraudulent elections in this country. And we've yeah. got it. We've got primaries that already happen. Like, uh, I mean, we're, we're recording this, but I mean, you've got Ohio this week and you've got the rest of them all coming up a whole bunch in May. And then from there it starts ours is in, in August, but you know, if they're going to do the same thing, because why would they not? Why? Why? I criminals mean, only get worse. They don't. They don't. They don't reform themselves if there is no consequences. So now that they I mean, just it has control. to be stopped. You know, now reasonable people can disagree. Should something be done? What can you do about 2020? What is the best response? But I mean, you know, when I started this, I I think I was a little hasty. I thought, well, I'm going to tell the truth, and I'm going to hope we can fix it the next time. But the more I looked into it, the more I realized this sort of just the the horror of what happened in this election. And so I'm not so eager to jump to the next one just yet. I'm like, well, wait a minute. You know, when Lance Armstrong cheated, uses illegal drugs, wins the Tour de France, what, eight times? Well, they took away all his medals. It, because mm-hmm. why, why give him the fruits of the cheating? And so I'm not so hasty as to say, listen, let's just move on. I, I think we have to sort of face the implications of what happened. And, and quite honestly, we're in a little bit of constitutionally uncharted territory. So I want to approach this in an open-minded way. The movie doesn't try to solve these problems. It points to them. Mm-hmm. It points to the data. It shows you the video. And it's trying to kick off a responsible conversation about how to address these problems. So after you, people go see this movie, whether they watch it at home uh, or they're going to the event. Again, the event is May 7th which once you see this show, it'll be tomorrow. So I encourage you, if you can, because they're doing a question and answer. They're going to be in Vegas. They're going to be live. So you're going to get a whole different experience in addition to watching the movie. 
buy a couple copies, send them to your friends, encourage people to, and, and the American people need to share this because as you said, you're being censored. You can't be on a lot of the, the larger platforms. You can only have the theater in theaters. You had it for two days during the week, just because I can only imagine what it took to get that accomplished. Um, so it is the, uh, it's the duty, the personal responsibility of Americans, right? We, the people in order to share this and, you know, tell five friends, whatever it's going to take, but what do you want them to, after they watch it, what do you, what do you, what do you want them to do? What do you want? What, what do you want them to get out of this? So they can actually, you know, the reason why we're in this mess, because we took our eye off the ball. We disengaged from being part of our civic duties and for being involved in the community and, and participating in the process, doing, being poll watchers, precinct committee, and you name it, or even if you just opened your mouth. So we need to clean up our own mess because nobody else is going to do it for us. So what do you want people to do after they watch this movie? Well, let me just say that there are, I mean, there are a number of groups and through the vote being one of them that are activist organizations that have a whole program for how to deal with this. Uh, initially, my thought was to end this movie by kind of going into the policy, you know, what are the ways to fix the problem? But then I realized when I did that, that it actually took the air out of the balloon as a movie. Because it's kind of like you watch the Shawshank Redemption and then you have a panel discussion of prison reform. You know, it kind of kills the movie. Um, so the movie doesn't try to do things that a movie doesn't do. The movie is really a, a, a storyline, except the story happens to be true. Uh, it, it allows you to be almost at the scene of the crime. It allows you to see what happened. It educates you about the whole process. I mean, until recently, I was one of those guys who walk into the ballot, you know, I pull the curtain, I vote, I think, well, everyone's gonna do the count, it's gonna be legit. So it educates you about the sausage making of elections. Mm. So you come out really a little bit of a different person, but then I think you need to go to the kinds of groups that are mobilizing to deal with this. Uh, and we hope to be just sort of the, the, the portal, the gate, uh, to getting citizens more aware, and then hopefully they become more involved. And my role, my responsibility that I feel is personal, I'm going to contact most of those groups, have them on the show, and then get that information out, make it very clear on our website so people can go ahead and join these groups, get the information, participate, because it literally, if we don't take action as we the people, nothing's going to change. And it's going to be just the same from these primaries to the, the general or the election in 2020, because that's just, why, why would it be any different? So Dinesh, I appreciate your time today. You're a superstar. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Is there any closing words that you want to give besides getting people to the website, 2000mules.com? No, this is, I mean, look, I thought I was, uh, you know, uh, stirring the pot when I did my movie on Obama and sort of revealed the real Obama. I got eight months in overnight confinement for those sins. Yeah. Uh, but look, um, you know, I think we're, we're in a dark place in America. Our basic rights, you know, right to vote, right to speak, uh, right to, rights to conscience, right to equal rights under the law, right not to have the majority party use the state against you. Uh, so I think it's, uh, we need to up the ante in terms of how much we um, devote in terms of resources and time and effort uh, to blocking these bad guys. Uh, and um, and giving them a dose of their own medicine, by the way, because that's the only way that I know to make them stop. Yeah, amen to that, my friend. What's that? All right, we, so we're I'm gonna, gonna do run. Thank yeah, you thank so you. much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. True is what we are to the stars and the stripes in one nation under God, where the bald eagle flies. 
in memory of our founding fathers, where we stand in solidarity, wearing freedom proud, believing we will endure in our most beloved nation. The home of the brave, the land of the free, is where we shall be. The flag shirt, where freedom reigns. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, grown where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. The Brighteon store understands the importance of getting all the nutrients you need to support the healthy functions of your body. Our nutrient-dense superfoods and supplements can help nourish your body and promote your optimal health and well-being. 100% customer satisfaction guarantee on all purchases. You deserve the best. BrighteonStore.com support this amazing platform and amazing patriots for humanity. Use promo code HOME at checkout for additional savings. Oh, you know, I, I tell you, one behind the scenes is really with the fun stuff behind the show. We're gonna have to do an, another camera and, and audio so you guys can hear that in between, in between guests and what goes on. And uh, so I hope you enjoy the interview. Again, the movie 2000mules.com, 2000mules.com, the virtual event premiere of the Q and A is tomorrow, the seventh, uh, May seventh. You can go to the website there and get uh, go to watch it with them. And then uh, then it's gonna be available for downloads, DVDs, things like that. What was interesting. And this kind of goes to the whole theme of what this show and platform is all about. Um, True the Vote, Catherine Engelbrecht. She is the one he mentioned, and his wife and her are good friends. They're the ones who got the geo-tracking, the pings. They bought the 10 million or billion or trillion, whatever it was, pings. Um, and she was on Tucker Carlson last night. She didn't mention the movie. She didn't mention Dan Danisha's name. Uh, you know why? She wasn't allowed to amazing that that's and, and meanwhile no of the nighttime hosts and i don't watch stuff during the day during the whole week mentioned the movie didn't mention dinesh's name so again they weren't she wasn't allowed to she made the movie the movie is out this week premieres tomorrow wasn't allowed to talk about it fox it starts with an f for a reason okay that's what they are they're foxers. It sounds, go, go with the F. See what the F means? They're foxers. So now when I call someone a mother foxer, then you know what I'm talking about. Okay. You're a mother foxer, fox. So again, people, here's the thing. Why are you paying attention to media outlets like that? Not only, not only 70% of their commercials sponsored by Pfizer, right? Bioweapon, which you don't want that in your body either. And then now they're not even talking election fraud with the lady who made the movie that it's actually the week of, okay? Turn them off. Hannity's a fraud. They're all frauds. They all lie to you. 
my PSA for the day. Um, Catherine is going to be on our talk radio show on the 23rd at 1 p.m. Pacific time. And Dinesh is also going to be on the 16th on the talk radio show on the, uh, at 1 p.m., which, and that's Pacific. And then Candace Taylor, oh well, yeah, the governor, the next governor for the state of uh, Georgia, she'll be on at 2 p.m. on the talk radio show. And you can get all that information, those links, listen live. And of course, it goes on demand on podcasts, everythinghomeaboutus.com. And I'm going to put the link on there too. Oh, look at that. I love that when you guys do that. See, these guys are wonderful. Heather is my, my producer here on the show on brighthand.tv. And you know, you can watch brighttown.tv on Roku, so you can watch it on your television if you want to. Um, so anyway, go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, and then I'm going to put the links there for the movie, so you can go watch that, and for the event, the two events here in Arizona on the 21st and the 22nd of May. All right, so we're going to play the trailer real quick, because I want this, I want you to be energized. I want you to be, I want you to pee off, I'm not pee off, PO'd. I want you to be PO'd, because I want you to stand up, speak up, and show up, and do something, not do something. I want you to take action and share this with your friends, because that's the only way it's going to get out there, because it's already being censored. It's being censored by those <laughs> mother foxers over at Fox News. So play the trailer, it's one minute, 30 seconds, and then I'm bringing on Diego. The 2020 election was the most secure in U.S. history. There has been Mother no Foxers, evidence of name. widespread voter fraud. He lost a fair and secure election. The most secure election in American history. Really? To all those of you who volunteered and worked the polls, you deserve a special thanks from the entire nation. This one mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. He's not alone. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. Leaving no fingerprints. Snapping photos to get paid. A coordinated ring of illegal vote harvesting in all the key states where the election was decided. They've delivered us a clear victory. Game over. Powerful stuff. And the next movie he's going to make is going to say country over if we all don't get off our arses and take action. Stand up, show up, speak up, everybody. Uh, the time is now. It's our Joshua moment. We need to save this country and save yourselves all at the same time. You might want to pray, plan, and take action. You know, that's how you're supposed to start your day. Anyway, let's bring on Diego Rodriguez. He's the grandfather of baby Cyrus. Now, baby Cyrus was kidnapped by the CPS in Idaho. You know, child protective services. Protective is in quotes because they don't protect they actually kidnap and they human traffic. And it's all over the country. But the good news is when him and I were doing the promo the other day, told me, baby, Cyrus, the case was dismissed. But now this man is on a mission. He's the freedom man. He is on a mission to expose all this because he's digging. It's only been two months. And uh, now we're going to, uh, he's going to blow the lid because that's the kind of guy he is because this is happening re all over the country and it's really bad. Apparently Arizona here, Mayor Corruption County, Anarchy, Arizona, he just told me it was the worst in the country. Gee, I'm not surprised. McCain and Douchey 
and the Clintons and amongst other people. All right. So, um, Heather, let's bring on my buddy Diego. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. So much better now that this case has been dismissed. We can breathe. We can go to sleep at night. Uh, we can start living normal instead of just living off of our adrenals all day, uh, all night, for as we've been doing for nearly eight weeks now. So uh, thank you for having us on. Yeah, you're, you're very welcome. I mean, this is a story that needs to be out there. And obviously, you haven't been on the mainstream media. I mean, nobody of value even goes on any of those platforms anymore. But they do have the eyeballs. And that's because we, the people, are still... You know, we're like, what are we in a trance that we have to do? We have to go ahead and watch that stuff. We can't, can't support it anymore because they literally are manipulating the propaganda and they're putting it out there. But anyway, um, tell them the brief story about how this all came about. So that for people who don't know, and sure. then I want to tell a little bit about the victory and then some information that you want to share that you found out on what really goes on in this oh boy. child protective services. Well well, I'll, I'll, let me tell you the story. Before I tell the story, yeah. uh, what I found in doing many interviews is that I have to kind of preface the story with some facts that unless people have these facts ahead of time, the story doesn't make any sense. And they listen to the story and they think, you know, Diego is not telling the whole story. He's holding back information. He's trying to hide something from us because there's no way that could happen in America. There's no way that could ever <laughs> happen in the United States. There's absolutely no way, um, you know. That I just don't believe it. And so what we have is we have a country that has been so propagandized that people are so easily manipulated by anything because they think one thing is true and anything that threatens that belief system that gives them this, you know, perfect little life and, you know, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. I don't have to I don't have to get involved in anything because everything is OK. That's what we want to maintain. And so what what this information that I have to share or the premise we need to start with is that. This concept that Child Protective Services, which exists in all 50 states, sometimes it goes by a different name, but it's mostly Child Protective Services, also known as CPS, that they only exist for the purpose of protecting children from abusive parents or from drug addicts or anything of that nature. And so people are under the assumption that if you have an abusive parent or you know parents who are molesting their children or something to that nature, then CPS comes in and saves the day and protects the children and keeps everybody mm -hmm. safe from terrible things happening to them. I I admit Michelle I'm going to I'm going to make a confession here that I also believed that. I mm. believe that that you know CPS the purpose for it is to protect children from dangerous situations and from harmful parents. I recognize that CPS perhaps sometimes they overreach their bounds you know their bounds and and they harassed homeschool families and things like that. I was aware of that since we homeschool our five children. But I never assumed or never imagined that it was as evil and wicked as it really is. What I found out is CPS actually stands for Child Profiting Systems because mm. the entire thing is the largest and most heavily financed child trafficking ring in the history of planet Earth. And it didn't start off that way. Like so many things in America, it starts off with, you know, the proper intentions, but uh, it did morph into that since 1997 when Bill and Hillary Clinton passed the Adoption Safe Families Act and that literally now what happens that people don't understand happens in, in Arizona, happens in, in Idaho, where I'm at. And, you know, we're supposed to be conservative states, right? You know, we're supposed to be Republican red states, both Arizona and Idaho. Yeah, right. What we find is these states are being financially incentivized by the federal government because of this law in 1997 to kidnap children. Children who are not in danger, children whose parents are not abusing them, children where there's no issue whatsoever. They just come within the state's purview. They take them and they get paid multiple points of payment. 
and children are being kidnapped all over the country to the tune of hundreds of thousands every single year. And this is an 80 billion dollar industry, meaning the federal government is paying mm -hmm. out around 80 billion dollars every year to the states. And most states uh, could not even balance their budgets if they didn't get this money, meaning the states are now dependent mm -hmm. on the money they get from kidnapping your children and mine. And this happened to me and it will happen to you regardless of how compliant you are, regardless of how law abiding you are. That does not matter. They will take your children. They did mine. In this case, it was my grandson. And so uh, that's the foundation you need to have. Otherwise, what I tell you is not going to make any sense because our story is a very simple one. There's a lot of details in the process that you can see on our website at freedomman.org. I think you had that posted there. Yeah, you got it right there. Yeah. Uh, you can see all the details, but I'm going to give you the, the Reader's Digest version. The Reader's Digest version is my grandson is Baby Cyrus, as he's been known to uh, for the last two months. It's hilarious. We say no one's ever going to call him Cyrus again because now he's officially <laughs> right. Baby Cyrus. That's his right. official It's new like name. when the kid fell in the well, you know what I mean? For like 20, <laughs> even when he was an adult, they're like, whatever the kid, the That's baby right. fell in the well. <laughs> That's right. So he's, right. he's now Baby Cyrus, and it's cool. I've lost my identity. I'm no longer Diego Rodriguez. I'm Baby Cyrus's grandfather, <laughs> and I'm happy to be that. So that's no problem there. So um, he, you know, two months ago, he was 10 months old and my daughter and my son-in-law, they're very health-minded, health-conscious. He was uh, nursed his entire life up to seven months years old. He was exclusively breastfed. You know, he was born naturally. He was born in a, in a uh, you know, natural um, birthing center. Um, he's seen naturopathic doctors. They, they don't eat bad food. They don't do drugs. They're, you know, they're not alcoholics or any of these bad things. You can see the picture of them right there. This is like an all-American Christian young conservative family. And at seven months, baby Cyrus, they introduced uh, solids to him and he didn't take the solids very well. And he started to throw up. He started to throw up for a few days. And after a few days, he got better. He was fine for about a week and then he started to throw up again. And so this became a, a process, a, re a repetitive cycle. And once that happened, they started taking him to doctor after doctor to, uh, you know, clinic after clinic. And they were doing everything they can over the course of about two and a half months to try to figure out what's wrong with baby Cyrus. As anybody would do, you have a sick child, you're trying to figure out what's wrong with them. The long story short is in that process, they ended up at St. Luke's Hospital here um, locally. And St. Luke's Hospital had him there for about a week after they had him there, actually about, it was four days. After that, he went back to the clinic that he was at and the that St. Luke's had sent him to. And he had a weigh-in appointment. He was supposed to be weighed in because when you throw up for several days, the babies lose weight. Then they gain weight back again after they stop throwing up, and then they lose weight again. It's a process. Obviously, this cycle continues. He had one single weigh-in appointment that my daughter had multiple ones that he had had, and he'd been being weighed in multiple times. But on Friday, March the 11th, my daughter was supposed to take baby Cyrus back to be weighed in before the weekend. She woke up that morning with a, you know, kind of a sore throat. She was feeling a little bit under the weather. So she canceled the appointment. She called the clinic to cancel the appointment. It was Functional Medicine of Idaho and Nurse Aaron Dykstra, Functional Medicine of Idaho. He felt for whatever reason, and, you know, God only knows what the reason that he justified his action was, but he felt that it was necessary within 20 minutes of the scheduled appointment that was canceled that he called CPS. So her appointment was 10 a.m. He calls at 10.20 a.m. and calls CPS. Now, this is where the story breaks down. People are like, there's no way. 
There's no nurse who would call just for a missed appointment. And this is what people assume. And this is the whole problem is that they don't understand how many people get their hands in the cookie jar and how, how deep this ring is. Uh, once you get into it, you find out that everybody gets paid. Doctors get paid. Nurses get paid. Uh, the hospitals get paid. The police get paid. Politicians get paid. The judges get paid. And of course, who gets the most money is the Department of Health and Welfare in each of the several states. I think in Arizona, it's called the Department of Family and Child Services or something. I think it's DFCS over yeah, here. They, well, they, yeah, they changed it to Department of Child Services from the department or before it was Child Protective Services. Okay. So as you and I were talking about, and right. I mentioned this on the show, just the names of everything matter, people. So take them for what they're telling you. If you right. were child protective services and you changed it to Department of Child Services, you took out the word protection for a reason. So now you're just mm -hmm. servicing the child, okay? But you're servicing it in ways that are disgusting. We're not going to have to talk about it on this show. Sure. So take it from there. You're 100% right. So yeah, from there, things went from bad to worse. CPS gets involved. They come to my house looking for uh, Levi and Marissa, which is my daughter and son and son-in-law. They weren't there, but they had my address on their intake forms. And so then they are putting out a be on the lookout, a bolo with the police. They're looking for these <laughs> they're children. On the, they're on the run. <laughs> That's how they treated them. I mean, if, you, if you've seen the video, I think you have. Mm -hmm. um, they treated them worse than Bonnie and Clyde. I mean, they pulled them over. They, they eventually found them. We just found out, by the way, two days ago, the way that they found them was they got, they illegally tracked them from their cell phones. So oh. uh, well, that's so, a whole nother so, case. That's, that's so a, they can go ahead and track them through their cell phones, but nobody seems to think that that's valid when we're talking election fraud. Hmm. It's hmm. unbelievable. Yeah. It's absolutely unbelievable. So they, okay. they find them. We were all um, there together as a family leaving a friend's house for dinner. And they pull them over and things go from, you know, bad to worse. It turns into violence and abduction where they literally rip Levi out of the truck. They slam him up against the truck, put him in cuffs, take him off. They rip my daughter, literally pulling her arms, one cop in one arm and the other in the other arm, pulling her out of the truck. The one who's not baby Cyrus's mother, but was with them in the truck, um, put her under false arrest twice. They say, you know, you're under arrest for felony injury to a child. She says, felony injury to a child that's not my child. Then he says, well, now you're under arrest for falsifying information to an officer. And they put her in a in a in handcuffs, take her off. And the, and the sergeant, who's just a belligerent tyrant, and you, you see him screaming at her. He says, "That's not your child." Well, if that's not your child, then you don't need to be going into handcuffs, uh, sarcastically mocking her. And of course, there was zero evidence for any felony injury to a child or anything at all whatsoever. And ultimately, this is why the case is dismissed because they have no evidence, they have no case, and we made such a national stink about it that this has become. The, from what we understand, what others have told us, and I don't know because I have not, I just, I'm recently involved in all of this, but this has become the most high profile child kidnapping case from CPS, at least in the last 20 plus years. And so everybody knows this story. There's thousands of people calling, thousands of emails. It's been a black eye to the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare. It's been a, the number one political issue in a political year where people are running for office and we have a, um, a primary in two weeks. I mean, this is, Oh. This has been such a huge issue that they had to give baby Cyrus back because they didn't have a shred of evidence. But that didn't stop them from assaulting my daughter, assaulting my son-in-law, lying to my other daughter once they had my, my daughter Miranda in the back of a squad car. Then they came around the truck, got my other daughter Marissa, who is the baby's mother. They lied to her to coax her out of the truck and into the, to an ambulance saying, we just want to check on baby Cyrus. You can go with him to the hospital. She begged to make sure that she would not be separated from baby Cyrus. They promised her. You can see it all on video, by the way. And the reason why uh, all this has gone you know, national and viral 
Because everything I'm telling you right now is not me telling you some made up story. It's all on video. It was all captured on film. And my daughter actually live streamed it on Facebook while it was happening. Well, so, at least she's got that captured. So I've got, we got to wrap it up. But you're coming on our talk radio show on Monday. Yes. So we're going to finish this conversation. We're going to go even a deeper dive because we'll have a little bit more. We'll have more time. Awesome. So I encourage people to go ahead and tune into that. When are you coming on? You are coming on um, on Monday the 9th. EverythingHomeAboutUs.com is the links for that. And he'll be on uh, Sheila Holmes on at 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. And he's coming on at 2. So we're going to we'll probably go a little bit longer, 2 p.m. Pacific time. So give the website real quick. And then I, the show's over, dude. I got to go. I got to go. I understand. FreedomMan.org forward slash Cyrus. Or just go to FreedomMan.org. Two words. Freedom and man. FreedomMan.org. Go there and uh, you'll see everything you need to see. It's going to blow your mind. That's awesome. Thank you so much, my friend. You have a great weekend. And then I will talk to you live on Monday. We'll finish this conversation and we'll we'll dig deep because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff I found out out here in Arizona when I started making some phone calls. And these are some people that are going to be helping you out. So thank you so much. So we again, tune in to us next Friday. Next Friday, Sheila Holm is going to be back. She was on last or two weeks ago or last week. I don't even remember. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, it's like, what what day is it? It's almost at that point. Um, she'll be on Friday for the full hour, Friday the 13th. Ooh, we're going to talk Georgia Ooh. Guidestones. We're going to talk the Great Reset on Warp Speed, Bricks, and a whole bunch of other great information that she's got. She's also going to be on the talk radio show on this Monday the 9th with Diego starting. The show starts at 12 p.m. Pacific time. These guys come on later on the soapbox section. So um, remember, if you can, subscribe to Everything Home Talk Show on brighttown.com and rumble.com because then that's where you're going to be able to watch the videos for these shows. If you're not catching us live, you can always see everything on brighttown.com. On the on the top, they have uh, past episodes. This way, we, we're putting them all on our channel. And you can always go to everythinghomeaboutus.com. That is your take action menu. It literally has everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and uh, make a difference, especially in your communities. I encourage you to join our Save My Freedom movement. This thing's going to be huge. It is starting to really kick it in the gear. We're doing meetings and uh, virtual meetings, uh, and we're bringing together business owners and influencers and organizations, um, all the patriots you can imagine so everyone can find out about each other and start working together, start networking, start buying and selling each other's products and services and stop paying attention to the mainstream media. You know, don't be a mother foxer. <laughs> don't be a mother foxer. Everythinghomeaboutus.com. Uh, tune in on Monday. We got to go. Have a great weekend, everybody, and a happy Mother's Day, which mine was here. So. Um, give your moms a big hug, especially if you haven't talked to them. You never know when they're not going to be around. <laughs>